0: South Africa is alive with possibilities. I mean, who would have imagined a former president in jail? A sitting president sleeping on cash, literally. A cabinet minister visiting a common prisoner in jail, or even the post office operating even when they have nothing to do. Can you confirm that delivery performances drop. Welcome to the new Soweto Live podcast called Taking the Rams by the Horns with me, Rams Mabot. Each week, I will be taking a lighter look at very serious topics that half the time drive you up the wall. This podcast will use humor to take no prisoners, have no holy cows and cook a whole lot of sacrificial lambs. Hello and welcome to another episode of Taking the Rams by the Horns, brought to you by Sowetin Live. My name is Rams Mabote. So, what's in our pot this week? If Nkanda wounded the ANC, it would seem that Palapala has launched the party into a free fall. Fascinatingly, the ruling party thinks we all are high on some grass I speak to Patti, Spin Dr. Mabe about it. Speaking of Spin, I have invited the communication and reputation guru, Lorato Tsinking, and I ask him, how did Cyril Ramaphosa get himself into this cow dung? And lastly, I'll be joined by my colleague and Soviet entertainment reporter, Patience Bambelel, about the famous bachelorette who has just left the room. This is News Without Paralysis. Please do not forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on all podcast platforms as Taking the Rams by the Horns. If there is one thing the ANC is united on, it has to be its disunity. Although, if you ask them, they would still deny in spite of how they expect particularly display their disunity in public one minute it is that delinquent child of the movement Carl Niehaus who has gone unhinged demonstrating alone one moment and twitting his fingers red the next well I'm not just doing it now I've done it for more than a year and it related to all the wrongs that Cyril Ramaphosa had been doing which started with the way in which he became president of the African National Congress through the buying of votes right here at NASRIC in 2017. Now we are standing here because there are serious prima facie cases against Soro Ramaphosa with regards to the Palapala Farmgate scandal. There's an independent panel that found that he has a serious prima facie matter to answer to. And yet, the National Executive Committee of the ANC is procrastinating. They have one
1: meeting that they postpone after the other.
0: Funny how he demonstrates alone, but still speaks (laughs) in the royal we. Does not come as a shock to me, and it shouldn't come as a shock to you. After all, this is Carl, the killer of his very much alive mother. Carl, the man who has always found use for other people's money. Anyway, let me not digress. The next minute is that bull in the China shop. The Minister of Police, Peggy Gale, telling everyone where to get off before they criticize President Cyril Ramaphosa.
2: <laughs> was the first FTA of the African National Congress. Ramaphosa? Yeah. Yeah. Since Abayaba Sebati Agayasi in Syria, what will people like you want to <laughs> <of> Secretary General? Yapuli, AC Pasqua, <laughs> Secretary General, Yabai yeah. is called a call. From there, Agagase Anga be a member in NEC ever since. As <laughs> a business <laughs> in a permission leadership in African National Congress organic food Bring back the dairy money so that we give it to farmers and they produce organic food seed. I see like the root of city
0: person
2: is
0: Seems like Ndosi is unhappy he was not invited to that ill-fated wedding in Sun City. He would have loved, I think, to display another one of his Panama Heads, me things. And then another, that's former president of the party and the country, Jacob Zuma calling Ramaphosa a thug. Did I hear someone say the kettle calling the pot black? All I know is that I now realize why JZ was released from prison prematurely. He seems to have lost some marvels. Or has he? It does not get more divided than this. But of course the party would have us all believe that all of us are crazy and we're seeing what is not there. I made a call to ANC spokesman, Treasurer General uh, designate, or shall we say hopeful, Mavi, to help us or to help me out of this madness. Uh, Bule, I just read the missing persons bureau. Apparently, but people don't know where the president is. Okay, i the president.
3: No, president is, is around. Uh, he attended the NEC yesterday. Well, they were because issues that were being discussed, uh now would have involved this person, so uh, we recused him after make after he has made his political remarks.
0: But he's, he's around, we, we should
3: not work. <laughs> so but
0: the president though he comes back from overseas trips when there's load shedding, We thought with this one he'll also address us.
3: No, but Mara, Mara, Mara. Remember, there was never a big issue. The big issue is what was uh, was speculated there in the media. I mean, the fact that the Section Eighty Nine Committee, set up by the national by by the National Assembly, had concluded its work. The only reason why it was urgent on the part of the ANC to meet was to empower and enable us to be able to direct our caucus on how they should uh, relate with. Uh, the recommendations of this because now they need to know whether they must vote in support of or against the report so when they go there they are going to vote against the report
0: now what what we see out there in, so, in social media and, and i'm hoping you're going to tell me i'm wrong is that this palapala seems to have divided the party are we smoking something strange or are we seeing it the right way
3: well, not quite. Uh, leaders of the ANC, well, of course, they've got different views. Some members of the ANC have even gone out to express themselves or, uh, what? what is it that they would prefer to see happening. Some even going as far as suggesting that uh, the president uh, should step aside and all of that. We've come out to clarify that the president of the ANC has not been criminally charged. Uh, there is uh, nothing that would warrant him to, to step aside Given the step aside g- uh, guidelines in their current form, so he has uh, not nas- n- not necessarily committed a transgra- any transgression uh, that suggests that he will have to step aside according to the guidelines that we have before us. Not in that direction. You are, you are putting
0: it mildly. Marapule, the former deputy, the former president, has called the president a I saw that video.
3: No, no, I get, it for, I, I get it for now you were asking me about the NEC. So 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 I'm giving account to uh, those that follow this podcast and all of that. Yes. I'm being fair to the question you asked.
0: Yes, I hear you. So it's just a follow-up. Does it bother you that former President Jacob Zuma would have called the sitting president a flag? We are all seeing this. He speaking a public platform.
3: Well, Brother Rems, public spending must bother everyone you know because uh, look we are the young ones in the ANC me maybe taking off my head of being spokesperson just speaking as an ordinary member of the ANC that uh, we the young ones want to inherit a sound healthy ANC whose revolutionary heritage is going to allow us to be able to say to next generations this is a vehicle through which they can continue to liberate the people of this country. But if we do not come across as if we are at one, especially from those that are our own seniors in the organisation or who have uh, who carry great uh, experience, who are stalwarts, who are senior cadres of the organisation, it creates a problem. You know, we, you know, there is a, there is a there is certain expectations that we have from those that are our elders in the organization. Part of those expectations is that they will avoid public spread, engaging in activities that do not booster the unity of the ANC. I always often liken the unity of the ANC to the unity of South Africans. That how you see that there are problems in the country. You first see it with the ANC, because when the when the ANC is not pulling together, the country doesn't pull together. Y- you have been around. I mean, uh, you know what <laughs> happens. I, I mean, in, in 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 the in the best of on the best of days in this country, when the ANC works works with all South Africans, you, you can feel it. There's a great sense of camaraderie. You know, the, 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 I mean, there is a strong embrace among citizens you Can feel it, but 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 now you can feel there is there is a sense of tension
0: without a doubt. Man. Without a doubt, now let, let's get personal. Going. That's mm. I'm sure, yeah, yeah, I'm sure there are times when like you want to shoot your <laughs> phone off. <laughs> like, can't this thing just stop? <laughs> no,
3: no, look, I think uh, if, if 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 you ask me, I think uh, outside my 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 family this this has just become my whole life you know it's my whole life chapter i don't think i've got any other thing to do except this you know i i don't have yeah. I, I i could say i don't even this thing called uh, going out to socialize a bit with friends here and there you know it has this has become part of my full construct i'm happy that uh, in the next week uh, I will at least uh, put the wires down as national spokesperson. Whoever comes, <laughs> I, I can only, those ones who want to be elected, I'm wishing them well. Uh, like that, that's us, my but,
0: point. That's my point. Know? I think you stood for treasure because all well, I think about a different job on the who's more old one, all the day. Well, I mean, well, uh, uh,
3: it's not me. Well, I've, I've now signed the forms to accept the nomination for that position, but Kiri is. Yes. Have nominated, but they have nominated like Rubi nominate. So, <laughs> so it, it, it just tells you how. Oh, but Fella oh, was there are people who believe that I can be a bigger leader in the ANC.
0: Yes, I, I truly wish you the best. And one last question for me is uh, Will next week happen? Is Nazareth going to happen? When you called me,
3: <laughs> when you called me. You know, earlier on what you called me. Yes, I had, I had to even remind you that Marabara Arms, happy <laughs> beside I'm also an NEC member. So I'm yes. going to be Busy study Tomorrow we have got a tour with the media go Nazarek. No, Nazarek is happening. We is happening. We've got we've got a tour tomorrow go Monasreik with the media to just uh, take them through the. It's a follow-up visit. To take them through all the different places that they'll be occupying at conference so for the past three weeks for instance i mean i met with Sanef, uh with yourselves i came to arena i met with almost all media houses uh broadcasters print podcasters uh, brought you know everyone to try and understand your different needs so tomorrow i'll now be saying to arena this is where we're going to be allocated this is your studio space You can run your digital digital platforms from here. You know, I'll be doing the same with all others as well. So that's what we're doing tomorrow from 11 o'clock, but also just checking that everyone's name is on the accreditation list. So basically, every day, there's no work I do every day. I do conference. A larger part of the external work around the national conference is media and communications.
0: Mm. Mm.
3: So, 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 So it's a very it's a very important part of conference. So if, if you are serious about your responsibilities as a spokesperson, uh, if there's a time when you have to pay attention, it's this time.
0: Well, I'll tell you this much, and this is my last word. Uh, people, people can argue about, you know, media and communication, whether you do it well or not well, whether there's a you could do it better or not, but I can tell you this thing without contradiction. You are always available. And that, my brother, if you're no longer spokesperson from next week, we're going to miss you. Thank you for all the
3: time. You are always <laughs> available. No, thanks. Thanks and so much appreciated, Lorenz.
0: Thank you very much, my brother. Good luck for next week. No, thanks. Continuing on the Pala Pala drama, I have decided to invite a communication and reputation expert, Lorato Sinking, to help me make sense of President Ramaphosa's public relations story and 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 you know how he's managed this matter since it broke up so let's recap former spy boss is also former president's boss or at least they were he was both he's no longer both uh, Arthur Frazier uh, he dropped a bombshell a few months ago revealing that the president's farm was robbed of four million US dollars in hard cash Fraser alleged that close aid of the president, Ramaphosa, Benjani Chauke, brought large sums of U.S. dollars from Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Morocco, and Equatorial Guinea. According to Fraser, uh, the money was hid (laughs) in a couch. Some say mattress. Could be both. And then one day, the president's farm was robbed, and the thieves fled to Namibia with their loot. According to Fraser... Some of the robbers were caught, blacksmith, but not taken to the police station or to the police, which added to the president's woes over and above the number of laws that appeared to have been broken already.
1: I I honestly do not believe that I have exposed myself to a situation where there's a conflict of interest. To the extent that there could be that assertion, I know that the the matter that you're referring to uh, is being processed within the internal confines of the South African police service as to what General Ruode did and what he did not do. And in my own conclusion, uh, there hasn't been a conflict of interest. Uh, Mr. President, I just want to ask which procedure were you following by reporting to uh, the general who's your main uh, protector? because were all equal before the law. Once, once the theft had occurred, I was informed as I said, and I guess I may be repeating myself. Uh, and also I need to answer that I don't believe I abuse my power because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm surrounded by police officials. Police officials. And when I informed the general I was informing a police official.
0: The nation was shocked, something that happens a lot with the president. The president went aground, maybe out of shock. He told us through his office that, yes, he was robbed, but that the amount was much smaller, $580,000 to be exact. That's about 10 million rand in today's exchange value. I could find a lot of use of that small amount. And pretty much the president has said not much ever since. He has not spoken to the nation. And lately, he only attends to ANC matters. We know why. How is the president? He is fine. And let me put in this point. The step aside, that the call on the president to step aside, is not coming for the first time yesterday. It's been ongoing. To us, it's not new. But all we are calling upon to South Africans is that the president said he studied the findings, and then in his own statement, he will make a pronouncement to cause. Our attitude is that we should respect that exercise. Uh, these are not statements or findings where you can easily wake up and say, this is what I think. And we respect that. And we strongly call South Africa for the indulgence to actually await that. So, Lorato Senke, Managing Director of Decode Communications, joins me to take out, at least to take me out of this mystery. I'm so confused. Murore M-ro-re-dumel. Dumela. Dumela, and good afternoon to your listeners. Thank you, thank you. Listen, uh, is this the best the president could have done? so far i mean his communication so far is this the best he could have done
4: absolutely not uh you know what one of the things that i that i say to people who uh, at least look for communication services is that i know for sure that there are two professionals that they generally listen to a doctor when they tell them that they are dying and they will take the you know they'll take the instructions or a lawyer because they want to avoid uh, prison right yeah. and in this case like in in many instances whether there's a crisis or not the president uh you know uh, has had uh support of good communicators around him but i suspect that you know uh, like many other people he did not take uh the he, he may have not taken the advice and and it's it is
0: showing but but you communications advisors tend to tell people to admit guilt it's not easy, Pela. That's why you would go to lawyers.
4: No, 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 and, and and absolutely. And and sometimes the other challenge, perhaps, that we put on the table as communicators is that we present scenarios, right? To say, mm-hmm. if you were to, for instance, in this case, uh, Fraser goes to the Rosebank Police Station, presents this thing, and uh, the the the. Best question that I imagine, you know, and at the time Vincent Maguena was literally uh, a, a few days in his job as the presidency spokesperson. Uh, he had had the, you, you know, the, the 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 fortunes of being the president, the the, the the in that same position uh, a few years ago with mm. President Jacob Zuma. He's a very seasoned communicator. I suspect he did the basics right, asking, you know is this true or what do we have, what, what are the, what are some of the facts around this so that I can advise you accordingly? And I suspect he did all the right things. The biggest question whenever there's advice, particularly communications advice, is do the people take advice? Did the president take advice at the time? Or he took it with a pinch of salt like they often do.
0: You know, funny you should mention, Vincent. I mean, I reckon the fellow had not established where the toilets were when he landed onto this big mess and he had to try and to manage it. What didn't help, by the way, is that, you know, I know, I know, and this is a private matter, I know that Vincent was on a specific diet. So when we saw him on television, he looked like he's losing weight out of this mess of Palapala when it had nothing to do with Palapala. Now, is there one thing that you would say the president did right?
4: There was almost a sense of uh, him doing right when when I think you 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 will remember that there was a time when there was a session with the South African National Editors Forum, right? Mm-hmm. Which is something that has always been uh, terrible as part of his administration. He has not accounted to to the media for for the better part of his administration since he took over in in 2018, and perhaps that was a an opportunity for him to present. Uh, you know his side of 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 the the story or at least present a version that is plausible because sometimes in in communications that is one of the things that you need to do present a a version that is plausible unfortunately he did not come out smelling of roses out of that because you know it almost some somebody says i want to speak to you and then you side. But the matter is subjudicare. What was the point of calling people into that space when you are not going to one be open, honest, and frank about certain things, uh, issues that you know that you know ordinarily uh, the, 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 the information would not have, have come to light. So a lot of us were none the wiser, even after that press briefing. So calling that pre- press briefing, in my view, was the first right step or was the first step in the right direction. But the content of that press briefing, unfortunately, it was a damn squib.
0: But, you know, when when his predecessor, President Jacob Zuma, uh, came up with a plausible story of the fire pool, the media did not listen to him.
4: Uh, the, the, the optics of that fire pool, uh, firstly, we could tell that, you know, these are people who are lying. But, you know, generally, when, when people are very anxious, if you remember... You know, at the time, uh, I think uh, now former I mean, now Minister Tula Sinlessi, uh you know, who at the time was uh, doing the press briefing, uh, and, and I think it was uh, uh, Natin Senko, if, yeah. I may, if I'm if I'm not him.
0: wrong. It was him. He was right. sweating. He, he, he was, was sweating.
4: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 we know the body often communicates anxiety either through a running tummy, butterflies in the stomach, or even outwardly with the sweat. So yeah. so so. Uh, it, it was it was never going to be possible because, you know, the signs were, were, were telling.
0: <laughs> so in the in the last few days, when you know, since the uh, the panel that was going through the matter in the last few days that they, they released the uh, report and with their recommendations, there's been something happening. And I hope you can help us understand there's been a cohort of people who've come out dismissing that report and even. To a point, even ridiculing some of the people who are sitting on that panel. I mean, I'm talking about people like Professor Richard Culland, uh, Professor Tulima Tonsela, Archbishop uh, Tabumahova. Uh, these, these are serious people. Is this part of the game? Is this, is this what is done in this game to, to try and lessen the pain to, to, to get other people to speak on your behalf?
4: To, to to a great extent, definitely, it's it's part of the the you know the communication strategy or a rebuttal uh, of some sort. Whether it is coordinated from the presidency's corner, it's another matter, right? We know that generally, uh, some of you know these clandestine operations they would require a a very calculated and sophisticated rebuttal, right? Yeah. And, and, and uh, the Bell Potinja, when, when they came here, we found out after the fact, of course, that, you know, the things were happening in concert. Whether this is the case now is a different matter. And, and, and I, I suspect it may be a combination of the two, that there is a concerted plan, but it may also be that uh, President, Je- President Russell Ramaphosa just has the fortunes of certain people who, are, who have always been in his corner. So if you think about Professor Tulima Donzela as an example, I was not surprised that, uh, you know, she came in his defense, or at least she is not uh, 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 excited about the outcome of the report. Because she, uh, be, be, even before the, the Section 89 uh, uh, committee was set up, she had always been of the view that, but this, this money is not public funds therefore south africans should allow the president to govern the country continue to run his administration and not not bother him so 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 she's been very consistent uh professor richard cullen you'd remember he, he was uh, you know one of the first members of the of the, the panel, panel he, was, yeah. uh, he had to he had to you know accept to, to recuse himself because the accusation from the opposition political parties was that he had always demonstrated bias towards President uh, Cyril Ramaphosa. So uh, for those two people in particular, they have been very consistent. So I doubt that they are part of the fight back. But others, if you look at uh, Bram hanek as an example on, on Twitter, I do not know the, know the fellow uh, fr- from a bar of soap, But you can see that to some extent, some of the content that is being put out seemingly there is a you know some sort of concerted effort to communicate a counter narrative that projects the president but but one thing as well rams that uh, seemingly the anc has been able to successfully put across is that if not Cyril Ramaphosa we don't have any other president and that is why even those that do not agree that he is the right man for the job or those who agree that he may have he may have uh, he, he may have uh, 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 contravened uh, certain rules and regulations, right? But they still feel that he should continue until 2020, 2024. So so that is the one thing that, or area where they've been very successful in in communicating to the public. Uh,
0: is, it, is it not that that's causing problems? I, mean, I feel like what we have been told is that, but you know, this guy's a Mr. Nice Guy, you know, it's okay when he does wrong, but he's a Mister Nice guy. He seems to be different from Bad Boy JZ. Is that I'm getting that nuance? Am I wrong? I don't. I don't get this game. You know this game. You 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 are you are not wrong
4: at all. And I guess you know when you've been abused for so long, you know we know the so called wasted nine years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that the narrative around that is that you know there were some Indians who came from India, came to South Africa, and intentionally. You know, with their way into the state, and we're able to capture the state, right? And here we have somebody who whose message is about the new dawn, and there are a number of things that he tends to, you know, project. With, you know, from up, up appointing the public, pro, you know, the appointing the and 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 NPA uh, head who's supposed to be, you know, fast-tracking cases on corruption and a few other things. You see, you know, the kind of uh, uh, noises that come out of the. Siu, right? You then get the sense that people have the the belief that all the revelations that came out of the state capture process in commission process in particular require somebody who is going to be emboldened to deal with this. And because he has he seems to be in some trajectory, people are then you know believing that would rather have this person who has his own faults but at least is doing some good. Is it the good standard for South Africans? Absolutely not. Because we then know that we are going the the way that many, if not majority of the other African countries, have gone to to get to the bottom of the barrel where their citizens are scraping at.
0: I need to conclude, and I have to ask you this question. If the president made a call now and said, Mr. Tsingeng, I need your help, what would you tell him to do? And I'm I'm asking this because I'm also hoping that you you would share in the loot that they would pay. Hopefully not in hard cash and American dollars. But what would you tell him?
4: In in, in all honesty, because I I would not know what uh, Fraser has right that to, to salvage the reputation his reputation over over the long period of time. Of course, i you know I would be cognizant of the fact that there are many people who are invested in the president. The biggest thing would be let us find an amicable way that is going to ensure that one, you at least live with, your, with some reputation intact. Because if this thing goes to, for litigation, and we've seen what litigation does, it airs out all the dirty laundry. And that is why people often, uh, you, you know, uh, prefer to settle uh, away from the courts, right? So once this thing goes to court, it's going to expose him the things that the president may not even want us to know. And, and we know how, you know, things work in the background. I would advise him to say, let us find a painless way of ensuring that whatever little you have, because the next thing that we are going to be discussing once he has left and whether he lives now in 2024 or later, right? It is his legacy. And, 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 and that matters the most for a president once you are no longer the incumbent.
0: I'm not sure that I'm any wiser. And I don't mean I don't understand you. I just feel I'm sitting here and thinking, what is going on here? But you know what, Lorato thinking You've educated and I'm sure some people will understand how this game works. And I hope that we will get to some finality on this matter sooner than later. He's managing director of Decode Communication. Thank you very much. Thank
4: you very
0: I am not much of a television person, but even I have found myself hooked in some popular Netflix series. I was glued to my screen during COVID watching that drug story of Alba Kuki called Breaking Bad. Then I got into another pala pala type story called Money Heist. Never in a while have I seen the entire world being on the side of criminals like we did with Professor and his criminal students. Now I find myself fixated with the crown, telling the story of the colonial Windsor family that at some point ruled more than half of the world and pillaged countless countries dry. A lot of these countries have not recovered from the looting, although, in fairness, the looting continues under the new rulers. But that is not why I have been hooked on the crown. Yes, I love history, and I confess I also love the English turn of phrase. I get consumed in how they use words for good and bad. You will never find another nation that can insult you in beautiful prose and poetry. But if you really ask me why I watch the stories, lies, frustrations, infidelities, unflattering costumes and self-importance, it's because the crown plays to my fantasies. Do not say you warned me. I did. It was
3: always a daft idea. It was always going to backfire. Is
2: it really necessary for you to speak your mind quite so mercilessly at at every opportunity? Well, where
1: do you think I get that from? We understand that in the turbulence of this anxious and active world, many of you are leading uneventful, lonely lives. Who?
5: Margaret.
2: She's run out of tonic? No. She's been knocked up by one of the footmen? Philip! You wouldn't put it past her.
0: I have long dreamed of marrying into power, where I just bring my suitcase and just get assigned banal duties like traveling the world and gain a title for which I did not work. I watch in awe and envy how Philip married Elizabeth II and became something close to a king. Although he could not assume the title king, which I actually think is unfair on men, because, you know, when... Kings marry women, they become queens. Why is it that queens can turn us into kings? But that is not the point. Point is, Philip lived like a king once he married Elizabeth. People bowed to him. He enjoyed the luxuries of guards, drivers, and slaves. They don't tell us it could have been concubines too. He traveled the world and sometimes pretended to be the Queen's advisor on global and diplomatic affairs. He's my role model, man. And when Mpopala burst into the scene as mayor of Johannesburg, I saw a clear path to my fantasy. She was pretty, extremely so. She was number one citizen of the richest city in Africa. And most importantly, she was single and I assumed available. I geared myself for the best eventuality. I was going to charm my way into her heart. I was going to ask her hand in marriage and then take my jacket into the mayoral house. Overnight, I would become the number two citizen of Johannesburg and have a horizontal influence on the affairs of the city. And I would be called your worship. I know some of you would choose Rabahagi, But alas... On Monday, we woke up to the news that your worship found her knight in shining armor, yet opposing politics, and married Brutus Malada. Funny he had to have a mythical name like that. Sort of fits very well into royalty, don't you think? I guess it works better than Rams. I mean, your worship Brutus sounds more regal. And in one fell swoop, Brutus broke dozens of hearts. I know I'm not the only one who had... His sights on the mayor. I know of married men who were willing to abdicate their crowns to move into the chambers with Miss Palats. Patience, Bambelele, is entertainment reporter on the Sowetin. she wrote the story. What shocked me is how they did not treat this story as a national tragedy that it is for many men like me, and how this was not front page news. I don't understand. Hey, patience! Good to have you uh, on the podcast. We seem to have scooped everyone on this story. How did you learn about this? Uh, what I call a sudden wedding.
5: Hello, Rams. Uh, thank you for having me in your platform. Okay, it, it, it was a. It looked like a simple story because the pictures were trending on social media from Saturday late to Sunday. I just pick up uh, the pictures and uh, try to do a color story, a color, a color piece based really? on the pictures that everyone's seen. But what followed from there was that that story. Someone saw it in Venda and responded to our story, and I'm... said, "I know this guy. Wow. He, he is my brother-in-law." Then uh, I called the woman. Luckily, she is a businesswoman. As there was a number floating on social media. Then I called that number, then I found it. Then she was able to connect me to the sister who who was um, married to uh, Brutas Malada. And literally, I
0: mean, literally 24 hours after the Sowetin published the story of the wedding between Johannesburg Mayor Mpopalaze and uh, Brutas Malada, the Sowetin again came with another story. The headline A Two Brutus, Malada's fiancé shocked after he ties the knot with Jobek May and Popa, Lads. I mean, 24 hours later, a woman who was on the verge of marrying Brutus Malada says she was shocked when she came across. Pictures of him tying the knot with Jobek May and Popalaz. Ntaka Chifaro said Malada had paid Lobola for her last year. Folks, this is all documented. She said she had moved out of their home in Sentin in Johannesburg in September and she suspected there was another woman in his life. Well, it would appear there was more than another woman. It was the mayor of Johannesburg. The mayor of Johannes Dhaka is the woman, if you truly suspect it, was in the life of your well fiance, that was the woman. Uh Malada told the Sowetin that he uh he had paid Lobola, but uh, he actually denies. You know, Brutus says, No, I didn't pay Lobola, we just paid five thousand rand Lomo. Now that's a that's an African tradition where when people go to, to, to ask for a, a bride's hand in marriage and they speak to the family and the family would say, well, you know, before we get into the negotiations, we need an icebreaker, we need a, a sweetener. That's what the Vulam Lom is. So he says, that's all we paid. I'll tell you this, I find that slightly strange uh, because negotiations don't end at Vulam Lom. They begin at Vulam Lom. I suspect that 5,000 rand could have been slightly more than but that's not why I'm doing this. That's why. That's not why I'm. I'm bringing this story to you. I'm bringing this story to you because, damn, you should have seen the responses to this story online. So people read this story online on Swaiting Live, and it was a party. I mean, Goodwill Makudu says, "I don't trust this guy." The name Brutus says it all. <laughs> two brutus but that was not for me uh the one there were many others and a lot take the cake and i'm gonna read my best last but i'm gonna read you a few tabang lord lord along says i blame the da for this they're trying to break them up because brutus is from action sa so somebody sees political conspiracy in this Ndibuo Sibula says, at least she made it to the semi-finals of the relationship. <laughs> that's that's what Ndibuo uh, says about Ndak that, you know, you may not have gotten the uh, the ring, but you got to the semis. It mean, can be can bad. You know, you're doing much better than what Bafana Bafana have ever done in the World Cup. In fact, even in Africa uh, Cup of Nations, we got to the semis last time, I think in 1998, and that was it. Mukoni Komani says the man knows his worth. He can't be married to a brave, broke woman who doesn't bring anything to the table. And that's my point, when Mukoni. You know, in my conversation, in my previous uh, uh, story that I did, I, I did say that I, I would have just been bringing my jacket into, into the marriage. I, I wanted to marry into power. So I'm not going to blame Brutus for doing what I wanted to do. No, that's knowing one's worth. Lebogangkhanya Kanyako says the brother went for the tender love. I think the word tender they plays on something. Don't you think? So it's like you close to the office and you could get tenders out of that. Wow. Wow. And then Tshipandenga Machaba. And this one I know him, this fellow. He says she doesn't get it. He means uh, the the woman who's complaining that uh, she was Married to Brutus until she got to learn about the marriage to uh, the mayor. That's Ndaka Chifaro. So Chipa says she doesn't get it. The brother actually loves her, but marrying the mayor is a temporary sacrifice to sec- sec- secure the bag for the family. <laughs> she should have just kept quiet and let the mayor's tenure of office come to an end, and then ask the hubby, how much did we make from this special pro- project? <laughs> the hubby will then divorce the mayor take all that he can get into his true family sisters are slow, shame that's, that's cheaper wow man I, I by the way don't share the sentiments but I see where he's going and lastly this is the comment that for me took the cake Molochadi Johanna says and I love it because this comes from a woman, she says Mungar Basadi it's not shocking. It happens all the time. And you see, this seems to me in Dhaka that it concludes the matter. That That's what happens in life. Women can only get a man from another woman. That's said, but that's what happened. Tinekasi. That concludes this week's episode of Taking the Rams by the Horns. Thank you for joining in. If you haven't as yet, please subscribe and spread the word. Also, you can contact us on Twitter at Rams by the Horns and at Sowetan Live. From me, Rams Mabote, goodbye and God bless.